Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world, the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Wednesday. That's right. A Wednesday, not a Thursday, April 17th. LA Galaxy getting ready to take on the Houston Dynamo on Friday night, which is why we're here on Wednesday. And, of course, getting you ready for that game. I'm also going to go over the LA Galaxy news. Lots of that to cover. We have some player grades we're going to give out. There's some fun stuff around Zlatan as well. So we got some stats some stuff to get you ready for this game on Friday. The first big test, I'd say, for the LA Galaxy. In order to help me break down this game and get you ready, you've missed him last week whenever he took a little bit of time off. But please welcome back to the show, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? It's going all right. Yeah. Happy to be back. Good. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. When, it doesn't, it's, it's not. Hum, as, it's hump day. It's, it is hump day. Hump day, We're over the hump yeah. now. We're, we're towards the end of the day. Yeah, we're, we're on the tail end of the hump. We're good. I'm, I'm glad. Well, uh, how, was, how have you been? Everything good I, for I've you? been good. Everything is good. All right. You know, spring break's coming up for me. I know that's, it's, it's, it's done for a lot of people, I but gonna, I, I, we are, we've been waiting a while for this, so. I was going to say, coming soon. You, it feels like spring break for, for my kid who's in Colorado yeah. was like a month and a half ago. It probably was. Okay. Okay, good. I, <laughs> yeah, just, I wanted to make sure I wasn't off yeah, base Yeah, we're late to the game. Okay, yeah. good. 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 I'm glad, glad we're there. Well, glad, uh, glad we're there. Hopefully everybody is either through spring break, having spring break right now, or looking forward to it and everything's good. Uh, for the LA Galaxy, no break there, Mr. Hammer. Um, yeah, no break for the LA Galaxy. That, that's the truth. I, that, well, and it's coming up to an interesting part, too, is that you're starting to get into schedule congestion. It's not this week. Yeah, they have a Friday game, but then they're going to be Wednesday. Then they're going to yeah. be Sunday. Um, and so it starts ratcheting up really fast here in the next couple of weeks. And so uh, everybody who's asking about squad rotation, which I've been getting lots of questions about, uh, I would say not yet pump the brakes, but you're, you're getting to that. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday could be a completely different uh, ball of wax, I guess, as they say. Wow. Yeah. Ball of wax. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice choice of words there. I've, yeah. Someone wins. There's a, you know, some league games going on tonight. So yeah. I think this is when the Wednesday, Saturday uh, crunch starts to happen. So like you said, next week, I believe there's a Wednesday game. Uh, and it's away. So if when, if you want to see what the squad rotation is going to look like, if it's going to happen next week is probably when you're going to start seeing that. Yeah, uh, it's coming. It's coming. Winter is coming. Oh, no, winter is coming. Oh, wow. From Game of guy, Thrones is back. And the guy who doesn't watch it. But it's all right. I, I'm, I'm still there covered. pop culturally. My wife keeps me updated. So uh, I do podcasts and she watches games with Game of Thrones whenever I do podcasts. She, she seems like she's getting the better end of the deal. Yeah, def- you ask me. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Philadelphia game. You know, I know we went over it on Monday. I went over it with Kevin. Uh, I would love to hear sort of your thoughts on the Philadelphia game, knowing that uh, I think maybe I have a unique perspective on it or at least a perspective that uh, that I share with the players and not okay. necessarily with the fans. So Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm going to have some real good pod here and say, uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah I no, agree. <laughs> no, I, I, th- I saw the same thing that, uh, that everyone else saw, I believe. An excellent first half, one of the best first halves. I think w- uh, the benchmark for this Galaxy team was the Minnesota game. Right. And I think the first half was better than the Minnesota game the first half exclusively the way they were moving the ball around the way they were dominating. Um, there were some fans who were sitting behind me at the game and you could tell they hadn't been to a game before. And they were like, man, this, this Philadelphia team's awful. They don't even, they're not crossing the half. They're not getting, you know, the galaxy is just completely dominating. And so when the second half occurred and you didn't see that same dominance, 
Um, it was frustrating for the players, and I could see why they said that they weren't happy with the performance. They came off uh, angry. I know I was right there on the side uh, where the Galaxy was attacking in the second half, and right. at the at the whistle, and a lot of people noticed this, Zlatan just laid into Sebastian Legit, and, and I don't know what exactly he was yelling at him, but he was not happy. For a, a 2-0 win, to have the captain of your team yelling at one of the, the, you know, the core midfielders, that shows that things did not end well. So I, though I look at it, I understand that the players are upset, but I think when you're up 2-0 and you dominate, you af- you can afford to let the foot off the gas. And so the one caveat to that is think about how the season ended last year. Right. And we know we have Houston coming into town on Friday. That's the, the worry point. But I think the Galaxy knew they had the game in hand and they let the foot off the gas. And they could. They were able to do that. Against a better opponent, they won't be able to do that. And I think that's why Shkoloto was upset. That's why Zlatan was upset is because mentally, you don't want to have that mentally, but they could afford to do it against Philadelphia. Uh, here's Zlatan from today from training. Uh, actually, uh, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, was out there talking to uh, to all different players, talked to Polenta. Go to the uh, cornerofthegalaxy.com. If you go to cornerofthegalaxy.com, click on Larry's notebook. He does a great sort of look in with Polenta. Um, and by the way, uh, Diego Polenta has talked to one reporter since he came here, and it's been Larry Morgan twice. Ooh. All right, so exclusive. Has a connection. Does he bring his own mate to that? Yeah, yeah I, 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 don't know, I don't know how Larry <laughs> is able to push the correct buttons, but uh, Diego seems to like him, and so it works. And uh, the, the, the interview has to be translated. Uh, Larry's not exactly great on the Spanish, as neither am I. Oh, I'm um, guess. Yeah, well, apparently sometimes the Galaxy aren't great on Spanish either because they had a whole bunch of mistranslations in the last one as well. So, but this time we're Come good. Come on, be yeah, nice. Be I'm, nice, Josh. I'm, They're trying their best. We're trying. We're trying our we're, best out everybody's here. Everybody's trying our best. Uh, here's Slata from today talking about the second half of last week. And again, it was a, it was a topic of, of discussion. I don't know if it's a topic of discussion because the media is focused on it, Eric, or it's because it is a topic. It feels the, like it's a they're real They're driving the narrative. They are. And there seems that Galaxy seem to be also focused on this. This seems to be a driving force in what they're trying to do mm-hmm. different against Houston. And I even said as much um, that it, it this the, the second half of the Philadelphia game is going to shape how this Houston game um, sort of takes place. Uh, and here's Zlatan. He says, and I quote, we discussed it. The coach himself said he was not satisfied. When you have a chance to execute the game, you need to go for it. You don't leave any space for the opponent, especially how the game went. I think the first half was the best half the team has done since I came. The second, we were less focused, but that is something you learn from the coach spoke about it you lead two to nothing the game was pretty intense in the first half the second half we relaxed a little bit you're winning the game and then after 15 to 20 minutes left in the game we play with one more player you relax even more because you have one more on the field that should not happen we learn from what we are doing we win the game last year if we talk here it would be 2-2 or we lose the game it would be different nothing to complain about only try to do more and even better i think we are five five and one good numbers i think one one other team is better so we keep going. There you Ooh. go. Ooh. Ooh. What's the other team? I, oh, God, Ooh. who knows? Oh, it's, it's such a question mark. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it seems like Zlatan and I are on the same page. And full disclosure, I didn't read that report. Yeah. I pretty much said very similar things. But he, if something that stood out to me um, in that statement is that last year it would have been 2-2. So he's acknowledging that things are different this year. And I think that's a positive. And the fact that they don't want, they want to keep that mentality. And that's why he's upset last year. Maybe, you know, not that he would have been okay with it, but he understood that that was the culture and that's where they're at this year. That's not where they at. They're at. And so that's a good thing that they're able to hold on to the two zero, but it's, it's, evident that they left the foot off the gas 100 percent. i'll say this um and i think i've hit it at it in a, in a couple articles i've written and, and done and sort of you know trying to get my head around this is that 
there's been a shift and it was rapid and I if you didn't pay attention to it you probably missed it but there's a shift and the shift is it's not about the results for the Galaxy right now. They expect to win every single yeah. game. So it's not about the results. Winning is it's how they win. And I don't remember, and people can try to force this into any narrative that they want. I don't remember a team thinking that way probably since 2010 or 2011. I was going to say, Bruce Arena is the last era, and not that it was eons ago, but Bruce Arena, when you when he brought a team out on the field, the 2012-2014 era, that, that range... The expectation is they're they're winning the game, and so when they won a one zero, a two zero, a two one, you you saw fans complaining and saying, "Come on, that was not that was not an impressive win." Yeah, we won, but that that's not how we want to win. And I think that's the right mentality that you want to have. So in a two zero win, you're upset. That's that's where you want to be. I think that that's the, as a team and as a, you know as a supporter, that's where you want your team to be. Where you know you're going to win. It's just, are you going to do it in a way that's going to be pleasing? And that's that's great to see that that's where they're at, considering where they were two years ago. Yeah, you know, that's a, that's a huge turnaround. It's a giant. Yeah. It's a giant. Yeah. But but it's a it's a mental thing that you see, and it, you can see the confidence sort of brimming for the LA Galaxy. So again, um, it's it's one of those things that as you watch this Galaxy, as you watch them approach this Houston game, it's something you're going to watch. You want to see whether or not they learn the lesson. It's all. It's nice that everybody's talking about this now, Eric. It's nice that everybody's saying yeah. these things but did you learn the total yeah. lesson what are you, you going to come now? out yeah so and we have not seen maybe in minnesota we saw about mm, 60 minutes of good play okay in the game against philadelphia you saw a higher level at 45 minutes yes. than you did against any time in the minnesota so you're like okay 45 minutes is probably their yeah. best 45 okay so now you look at where they're going to go next you want to see a 90 minute performance <laughs> which at to your point you you don't want to see it now <laughs> you, you, you don't want you, to peak now. Yeah, you want to you want to build towards it. So I'm, I'm okay with it. You're I, they, you need to show progress. There's yes. going to be little setbacks. There's going to be little things. Um, you know the fact that Rolf Felcher goes down injured in this Philadelphia game, and Julian Araujo comes in, and now sort of looking at what that outlook yeah. is going to be for the Houston game. That's yeah. a question mark that they're going to have to deal with. Um, so again, there's little things that are going to get in their yeah. way. Gold Cup coming. Yes, that, uh, I think that's when you have players go down injury, and we, we we've been here before. You know, if they weren't injured, then they could have done this. Well, it's an inevitable. You just have to build in the fact that at some point, someone's going to go down injured. Someone's going to get called up to a team. And that's where you really, that's where the league is won. That is when you can win those games, when your players go out injured, when you have your call-ups, when you can scratch out points in those situations, those are truly the good teams. And that's where coaching comes into play because you can have the best talented team, but it's when those players aren't there is your system does your system work? Do your players who are not your marquee players play into that system right. or do you utilize them correctly? Right. And that's where I think the coaches really show their ability. And that's where you're going to be able to make progress. And then, uh, you know, the West seems stacked. So playoff positioning is going to be important come the end of the year. And you can't win the league at the beginning of the season, but you can you, definitely lose. You it. can lose, especially so, this so you, year. Yeah. You want to grab those points now and, and you want to jockey for position early and hold it. As, much, as long as possible. I was, uh, my, my dad uh, was talking to me about the Galaxy and he likes to pay attention, but just like peripherally. He's on the outside. He's just he's come, a casual. Every, yeah, every once in a while he pops his head and he's like, so how are the Galaxy doing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, do you want to get, you know, and asking me that question, how's, it's like, do you want the, me to talk for an hour? How's the old local soccer club, yep, Joshua? Exactly. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> that was a terrible your dad impression. They, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you're already taller than him, so it, it, it sort of throws the voice off. Um, no, as, as so he comes in and asks, and, you know, I know it's like bullet points. Yeah. Like, it's 
I'm like, I go, I go quite honestly, I go, I think they're one of the best teams in the league. I go, maybe there's two teams in the league right now that I feel are on the same level with them. Um, and I would love to see those teams play because I don't know how it would come out. Yeah. And Uh, we will. And, and and I go, I go, the real, the only bad thing about that is that, um, those two teams are in the Western conference. So they're the, the, I think the three or four best teams in the league right now are basically in the Western conference and you can throw DC United and Columbus in there, but they're, they're more question marks than answers for anything. I, I feel like there aren't as many question marks at the top of the Western Conference yes, right now. Yes, and if you look at DC United and Columbus, when they've played those West Coast teams, you, you've seen how things have planned out. So it is heavy, uh, heavy West Coast power league right now, and that's why I think playoff positioning, if you don't have a home game in the first round, th- things can get real hairy for, hairy for you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. So anyway, uh, the, the look at that, that Philadelphia game, understand the blueprint and sort of where that goes and, and how it's going to affect um, this Houston game. One of the things we wanted to do today is you're through six games. Uh, not that that's any sort of mark of any sort of <laughs> point, except to say... I was going to say, what's the percentage? You're, you're through six games. Uh, <laughs> six divided by 34. The, um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's one I'm, of those. I didn't, I'm didn't. i not a math major. I was going to say, I didn't have the Six times seven is 42. Six times six is 36. So it's, it's a, six it's a sixth through. of the way through the season. <laughs> wow, imagine that. Uh, a little bit less. Like 10%. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so I, we wanted to go through and sort of give grades out. Um, now, Eric, of course, being the the educational master here in uh, the studio, I, I think you should. Thank expo- you. Seventeen percent of the games have se- been completed. Seventeen percent of the games. We're seventeen percent oh. through the season. Okay, there we go. I'm glad. Um, so, being you're the educational master here in charge Again, of the. Don't say that. Yeah, edu- you're the <laughs> master. Puts a lot, a lot of ex- education. You're the most educated person in this uh, room. That's a lot of expectation you're putting on me right now. Um, I'm just a guy. You get what, give. Can you can you give the breakdown, or do you want me to give the, the breakdown? Give the breakdown. So we we're gonna do player grades, but I think it's too early in the season to really give out grades. So we're gonna go based on effort. And so I kind of use the rubric that we use on our report card, which is E is for excellent, S is satisfactory. Right. I is inconsistent, right? And his needs improvement, and I think that tells you that's a fair scale. Four points. It's it, effort it, based. It's so effort this, based. Right. So you can see where it's going, and then we also have some NAs and some incompletes because there there are some players who you just you, you can't give them a grade yet. So no, I no. think that's fair that we need to give that caveat as well. Not at all. All right. So let's start at the uh, let's start at the bottom of the roster just because Ooh. that's more fun. Oh, I like. I mean, that. we can yeah. build up to because yeah. some of the ones at the top are going to be pretty easy, yes. but some of the ones at the bottom. Uh, the first one we have, of course, is Giancarlo Gonzalez, which people. Yeah, people. People Gonzalez. People is so much fun, more fun to say. So it, I think we just need to. We just need yeah, to embrace as a fan that. Base, it's people. It, it's people. Okay. People. It's a lot more fun. So people Gonzalez um, is the incomplete because we yeah. haven't, I mean, I, I have, I've seen him train for like 10 minutes. That was, that was about it. So yeah. And, and you, you can't judge him on past performance. It's what, you know, how is he doing for the galaxy? We just don't know. Right. Right. Uh, Ethan Zubak, um, which is an interesting one. You saw him a little bit up with the, uh, with what one game with, uh, with the senior team. Minutes. It yeah. was minutes. And so th- that's why I, I would give him an incomplete. Yeah, I, he has been doing some good things for G2, but he's been inconsistent. Is that I, is that how we're grading them? Is I, it how they're doing on G2? I, at least if you're going to throw a bone here. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to have to say he's inconsistent. And he, okay. that's probably the mark of a younger player. That's not a knock, yeah. but an eye for inconsistent for me. Um, okay. You know, be more consistent and you'll find more playing time. Well, that's sort of one of those things, right? Okay. Maybe. But is, are we in one of those Jack McBean situations, the quadruple A? Too good for Galaxy 2, not good enough? We, so, do we know? He's I, still too young. Yeah, and, and we don't have enough... We don't have the sample size on the on the first team yet. All right, here's a good one. Uh, Joe Corona, Joe Corona. Hmm. I, w- I want to say satisfactory, but he, he's, he's been better, better than, than that. that. Yeah, he's excellent. Been, he's I'm going to give e him an E for excellent. E for excellent. Okay. Excellent effort so far. All right. I, I, the only first game against Dallas, 
it wasn't very apparent, but that was his first game. And the Galaxy sucked during yeah, that game. Yeah, too, so, so, so I think since then he's been excellent. So yeah. I'm going to give him an E there. Yeah, that, that works for me. Um, All right, let's go to uh, Didi Traore, who we haven't seen as so yeah. incomplete. Incomplete. I, yeah. Well, yeah, minutes. Not... Minutes in Vancouver. Julian Araujo. Mm. Now, mm. I'm going to give him a needs improvement. Yeah, why? Why? Because um, it's the Philadelphia game to me. When, when, when Rolf got hurt and he came on, and again, this isn't a knock. It just, he needs to improve. You know, he ran into traffic. He gave up the ball a little too easy. Um, you know, the drop off from Rolf to him was apparent. And so I think if he's going to be, if Rolf goes out injured and he is the next guy in line, then he needs to improve. And so I'm going to grade him a little harshly there, but if, if that is his role where he needs to step in, if Rolf gets hurt and he, you know, based on last season, we know that's a real possibility and it's likely to happen this week. I think he needs to improve, but I think the only way he will improve with, is with minutes right. and he's going to get those. Well, he's got a total of 30 minutes so far, yeah. 25 minutes last game and five minutes before yeah. that. <laughs> so we've seen him for a total of 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm going to say inconsistent because there were some good things that I saw in the Philadelphia There's game. Potential there there yeah. is potential. And I like to see that he goes forward. Mm-hmm. He seems to not have an issue with trying to go forward, which yeah. I like. Um, he So he has sort of the 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 ability and the understanding to do that. Uh, Guillermo was very complimentary of him today, saying yeah. that he's going to trust him. Now, uh, you know, maybe that's the only choice he has, so yeah. we'll talk more about that. So I'm going to go with inconsistent, because I think that he's a, he's somebody I haven't seen enough of, yeah. but he's been good, he's been bad, and I've seen him for 30 minutes. Yeah, and, and, and to that point, I will say, I'm only giving a needs improvement because of the expectation. We know he's a talent, and, and you want to see... You want to see the full fruits of that. Yep. Uh, Emil Cuello. I'd go with an inconsistent and there. I'd go with an N. You go with an N? Yeah. I need improvement. improvement. Yeah. I, when when he did, I don't think he was, he wasn't a glaring weak spot. It just, it wasn't great either. So I, I feel like inconsistent there. What's the expectation for him? Do you really expect him to be? Yeah. Do I expect from him what to start, like, Yeah. From what, start, yeah, for I, what I expect from him, it's, it's not great, but it's, it's also, it's that's, not terrible. That's one of the things is always trying to gauge these as well. Whenever you're saying, well, do you take salary into account with this? <laughs> like, you know, cause I'm going to go to after yeah. eventually we're going to do Jorgen Shelvick here yeah. and people are going to be like, well, he's fine. Except he makes a million dollars. It's like, that's not, I don't okay. care. I mean, it's almost like, I don't care what it's your a fair argument. What, what are you doing? So for Quayo, I, I just, I, I need improvement. I want more. We're I, not too far off. off. Okay. We're, we're right around there. Uh, Diego Polenta. Oh, that's an I. That's the biggest Ooh, really? I. Yeah. I have satisfactory. I do. He's made his mistakes, but I think the what he's shown, he's shown that he's very capable. So to me, he's satisfactory. If he is nothing but inconsistent <laughs> so far, he's it's the one thing he's consistent he's at being is being inconsistent. inconsistent. Um, I like him. Okay. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. I think that he ends up being a satisfactory or an excellent by you know the next six. But games. as of now, okay, but that's as of fair. Right now, I mean, p- potential wise, I think big things and everything's fine. Uh, I'm not on the panic train. But okay. I'm not on the panic train for most people. Maybe so. that's why I bumped him is because I know that the reaction <laughs> is to give him that in or that I. You know, right. So I, I'm on his side. So I'm, I'm sticking with the satisfactory with him. All right, uh, Oriel and Tuna. Ooh, That's a tough this one. is the toughest one, I think. Yeah, this is a tough one. I think satisfactory. He's shown flashes, but I haven't seen that that final boost of excellence yet. I want to see it. I think it's there, but I, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, hmm. I don't know. This one's hard. I, I mean, you want to say, I almost want to say inconsistent because that you've seen yeah. the same thing. But you're right. He's been more plus. If I don't notice him, it's that he's just not great. Yeah. It's, he, he's quietly in the right spot. But he spots. is crashing. He's causing problems when he does go up and, and forcing pressure. So I think he's doing what we want him to do it. Right. What, what we want him to do. Uh, so for that, satisfactory. This one is my favorite one so far. Juninho. 
Now, now, officially, officially, he has one minute of play because he came on in the 89th, yeah. even though there were five minutes of, uh, of stoppage. You know, shout out to my dad. That's my dad's favorite player. No, the, my oh. dad's favorite. He, he actually likes Janino a lot, too. Okay. But whenever a guy comes in in the 90th minute, my, my dad just loves that. It's like, why? Why, why are we bringing him on for a minute? Guillermo said he brought him in to, 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 to hold on to the ball yeah, for the last five minutes. Fine. And it was interesting that it was for... Um, now it's escaping me. It was for who did he sub out? Alessandrini. Yeah. Yes. So it wasn't a wing. He shifted legit out to the wing. Yeah. And then he went in the middle to kind of kill the game. So you can't give him anything else. But uh, uh, Justin Von Stieg is incomplete because yeah, we haven't a. seen him. Uh, Servando Carrasco is a uh, needs improvement, but he's always a needs improvement. But he's that guy again. What am I expecting from him? Yeah. What is what, what, is, what is really are you expecting has from he, Servando has he cost Carrasco? You anything? I, no. Did he cost you the? the he didn't cost thing? you any money either. Yeah, it's like so. you almost want to give him a satisfactory because yeah. he's a uh, he's he's just is inconsistent. For me. E- Efrain Alvarez. Hmm. Do we get? Yeah. Is he deserving of a grade? Does he need a grade? He does. He gets a grade. He yeah. does. I, I've been satisfied, so I, I would yeah. say satisfactory for him. The situations he's been put into, he's done. He's done fine. He disappears, but he's an offensive player. Offensive yeah. players are allowed to disappear. Yeah. And, um, and given what we're asking him to do, when he when we needed him to show up in that home opener, he did. Right. Uh, you know, he should have flashes another game in one other game. Uh, so we haven't seen much of him, but from what we've seen, right. I'm satisfied. I like that. All right. Dave Romney actually got a start. So we can, I think we can be a little fair on this. If he, if he wouldn't have played it up, we would have had him incomplete because yeah. he hasn't played. Um, he was satisfactory. Satisfactory. It was I'm, a shutout. They I'm, won the game. It was yeah. a shutout. He was. He didn't cause the penalty in that game. Yeah, but him and Shelvick next to each other didn't work <laughs> real well for there for the start. Uh, Matt Lampson's an incomplete. Yep. Haven't seen uh, Tomas Hilliard Arce. How do you look at him? You see him mostly with the Galaxy Two right now. Like, that's of an Galaxy. incomplete for me, right. unless we're grading him on Galaxy Two, which it's, he seems to be doing well. He's off to a good start, getting goals down there. But you know, that's not how I'm grading him here. This one is an interesting one. Emmanuel Boateng. Uh, when you look at Ima. Yeah. He has a role now. He yeah. has a defined role on this team, which is to come in late in the games and be that spark. And so far, what he's done with it is caused all sorts of problems whenever yep. he comes in, runs by guys, yep. but cannot cross the ball to save his <laughs> dang life. Uh, maybe that's just my assessment. Yeah. But that's that's. I actually had somebody talking to me and says, why is Boateng not starting over Antuna? I, I can understand that, and that's the point I was going to make. Is the dr- I don't see a drastic difference between Antuna and Boateng. I, I think... Boateng is better off the bench. I think he's going to be that better better as a spark than as someone to start with. I think Antuna is going to hold the ball a little bit better. Um, but but I, I kind of agree with that assessment, that he's not very different than Antuna. Antuna isn't sending in you know, be- impeccable service it, after impeccable service. If it's me, though, I'm starting Antuna. Uh, I mean, I think there's a quality there in Antuna. There's the I can, possibility I can see, I can see the argument. Okay. I can see the argument. I, I agree with you. I would start Antuna over Boateng, but I don't think the difference is... It's not like we're dealing it's, with, you know, a huge, if we, if we lose, if Antuna goes down hurt, then what are we going to do? I think switch, swapping in Boateng, you're not getting much of a difference. What, what grade would you give Boateng then? I give him satisfactory. He's yeah. done what we've wanted him to do. Probably could do a little bit more. Uh, and just give him the minutes. I almost want to give him like the needs improvement only because the one thing that he had to work in in the off season was crossing, crossing the ball. <laughs> and like, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you knew that last year. So could you, you know, maybe. It, do we know if Zlatan promised his son a hat trick? <laughs> does Ema have to pay him money this time, it, it, this week? I don't I don't think Ema <laughs> wants to do that. Uh, Dan Steris has been E for excellent. Thank you very much. That's unanimous across okay. the board. Yeah, excellent Dan Steris. No complaints for me. Uh, Chris Pontius, a guy who has a much reduced role this year, but I think 
it's going to be an important role. You're going to lose some guys for some tournaments. He's going to be a guy yeah. who comes off the bench. He fits in on the right-hand side for Allison Drini. There's nothing wrong with him. He's not injured. Yep. Um, he's in a good spot. For me, in the games he's played, he's been... S for satisfactory. Oh, see, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is crazy. I'm giving him an excellent. Wow. I'm giving an when he scored goals he's, when when he's been called upon. When when Zlatan is out, he, you know he stepped into that role. When you need someone on the wing, he stepped into that role. Um, I I think when he's been called upon, he's done he's done excellent for the Galaxy. So. Yes, again, not a huge sample size, not right. tons of minutes, right. but I think he's been excellent when he's been called on. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm not going to argue. I mean, you, you make a good point. Um, Sebastian Legette, do you go with E for excellent because of how good he has been, or do you go for S for satisfactory because you think that he can be better? This is where I'm at. I think Joe Corona, my expectation isn't as much there, so I'm like, he's, he's excellent. Legette, I have a more of a soft... I want more out of him, so I'm going to give him a satisfactory because I think... He could be contributing more goals. He's at the top of that triangle. Right. So you expect a little bit more offensively, maybe to pull the trigger a little more on, on some shots outside the box. So I think satisfactory, I think, and that's because I think he can be better. Doesn't mean he's not doing well, but but I, I think the, the ceiling is higher for Legit than it is Corona. I'm going to tell you something, and you can tell me whether you think I'm crazy or not. I think Joe Corona is a better player than Sebastian Legit. Now. Now. Right yes. now. Yes, agree. Right now. But the ceiling... Yeah, but this ceiling talk has been going on for a while. <laughs> I mean, and and I listen. You yeah, know, I'm a legit huge is not a baby. You know, I'm a huge fan in terms of you know the work ethic and yeah. the human being that Sebastian Legette is. This is not a yeah. not a criticism. But I, of that. I also think when you when you look at the play on the ball and what he can do with his feet and what he can create, I think Legette touch wise shows a little bit more than Corona, in my opinion. All right. Um, we'll so, see. so I guess for me, I would also go with an S for satisfactory. But I actually believe that Joe Corona has been better than okay. Sebastian Legette and probably will continue to be better than Sebastian Legette throughout this year. That's fair. I'm not going to fight you on that. What we should fight. That would make for a good potting. <laughs> good, good show. Um, Rolf Felcher. Um, I'll give you mine on okay. Rolf Felcher, okay. and then you can you can tell me. E for excellent. Yeah. He's been outstanding. He has been one of the best <laughs> right backs in Major League Soccer this year. You're talking about a big deal that he is not available for this game yes. coming up on Friday and possibly not for Wednesday. We will talk about that. He has a groin injury. You saw him pick it up against Philadelphia, yeah. but Guillermo ruled him out. He is not going to be playing on Friday. So um, for me, Rolf Felcher has been E for excellent. We're, we're actually on the same page here. I have him as an excellent as well. And this is one of those, I have to remind myself all the time before I come in here that LA Galaxy Twitter is not real life. <laughs> yes, that, and it's not. Pe people yes. grilling Rolf. I think he's done. He's done everything you've wanted him to do. Yep. You know, he, he's up and down the side as a as a wing back, getting up as much as he can, crossing the ball. He, you know, he leads the team in assists. It's two assists, yeah. but he leads the team in assists. <laughs> he, he's he's doing excellent. He's doing what you want him to do. And and you're right. This weekend with him out, we're gonna see where the drop off really is. Because I saw when Araujo came in, I saw a drop off. Right. So I'm I'm gonna be curious to see. Um, whoever starts in that position looks right. like it's going to be Araujo. We'll see if the Galaxy can still maintain that pressure on on the left-hand side. Brian brought up, brought up something good in the chat room here. He says, and he's he's pointing at me. He goes, uh, you know, basically, Josh says Corona is better than Legette, but Legette plays nationally on the current roster. He's on the U.S. Yeah. national team. You're right. Uh, it's more of a product of, I think, yes. where Legette fits into that um, as terms of a more attacking player. Um, and I think Corona's more centrally and more box-to-box -box than, well, than Legette is. I can tell you, as someone who follows the Portuguese national team, there are players who don't make the national team squad who may be better players than the ones who get called up. Yes. But the ones who get called up, the manager knows them. He knows what to expect from them. So they are the ones who get called in. So Legette happens to be in favor right now that, you know, 
I think legit is better, but it's not worth fighting you if you tell me a Corona is better now. I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna. It's not that big of a difference either. Greg Burhalter was at the game on Saturday. Uh, he was scouting. I imagine he was looking at Bedoya. I imagine he was looking at Legit. I imagine he was looking at Corona. Corona yeah. Um, so he's there looking at people and sort of assessing mm. that. Tato that Martino talent. visited training earlier in the week. So this is a good thing. It's, it's when, all, you, mm. when you have national team coaches sniffing around your training, this all, is a very, very good thing. Always a good thing. Uh, David Bingham. Tough one. David, is it a tough one? No, I don't think. <laughs> like, I'm building suspense here. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, I for me, and I, I like to do this. Um, I'm gonna, you know, for all those again, LA Galaxy Twitter is not real life. David Bingham has been nothing short of excellent this excellent, year. Yeah. He's an E for excellent. And you listen, he has gotten better from last year. One mm-hmm. and two, he has an actual defense and a midfield in front of him that stops people from just taking blanket shots at him. Yeah, and one of the things that I've seen on social media lately is people who complain on Twitter and they actually have them, you know, try to kick the field goal. Or there was one with Roma brought him on the feet. Yeah. I saw on the field. They didn't try. give him cleats yeah, though. Exactly. I mean, he that slipped on the, on the street I'm shoes. I'm hundred percent in agreement with you there. So I think unless you're there, you know, having professional soccer players shoot a ball at you. Yeah. He's made some mistakes, but guys are shooting a ball at you. That it, this, it's an extremely hard job. And I know that's his job. That's what he's supposed to do. But when he's had, he's come up big more than he's made mistakes. Uh, Perry kitchen. We're almost done here. Uh, NA. He, hasn't he, played. Pl- he played a little bit. He played, didn't did he? he? Uh, no. Yeah, the first of the year. Yeah. Didn't, oh, did he but get not injured? this season. Oh, yeah, he okay. hasn't played this season. I see NA. him. He sits Incomplete. In the, sits in the box above me. I always, you know, I'm afraid to say hi. Oh, this is this is <laughs> the one I couldn't wait for. Jorgen Shelvik. Jorgen Shelvik. One of uh, one of uh, LA Galaxy Twitter and Reddit's favorite people <laughs> to just jump up Yorks. and down on. Jorgen Shelvik. Million dollar Jorgen Shelvik. The, the center back Jorgen is a good name. The, the like center it. back, the left back, the converted left back to a center back. However, you want to <laughs> sort of put him into that. Um, he has been. He has. He's made some mistakes. He has looked so much more comfortable at left back than he ever did at center back. <laughs> That's what shapes my grade. He's getting forward. Yep. He's providing service. Mm-hmm. He's better forward than he is on defense. I can live with that. He has cover now on yep. the inside with Steras being there, Polenta being there. I, mm, he's not an excellent. I can't. I can't go there. Okay. I can't go there. But I can say satisfactory and and very and satisfactory. Be very comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's seeing how he did last year, and seeing him <laughs> this year. It's and, and again, I'm I'm coming with that educator lens. When I have, uh, you know, there was a year where I moved with the same group of students from one grade to the next. Right. And when you see that growth between students, you're like, wow. You know, maybe they're not all the way there, but he's one of them. I'm going to give him a satisfactory. But when his parents come in for the conference, I want to say, listen, we're doing so much better we did last year. He's going to be an excellent by the end of the year. I'm going to build him up to his parents when they come in for the parent conference. So satisfactory with with a big plus sign there. There, okay, that's good. There's there's <laughs> upside. I'm feeling the upside. I'm feeling the upside. Uh, we had Jorgen Shen, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is an excellent. Yeah, Roman. Just run right. Past uh, yeah, I was going to say that's not that's not <laughs> worth talking about. Uh, Roman Alessandrini has been inconsistent so far. I, I don't go with inconsistent. I don't want to go satisfactory. Tell me what. Well, I'd go needs improvement. Oh wow, you just buried yeah. the Frenchman. <laughs> You just bit. You ran over him. He, he's trying too much. Notre Dame almost burns down, <laughs> and you drive a bus over Roman Alessandrini. I think he needs to improve. And again, I'm kind of going on the same uh, token that I did with Araujo. It's because the expectation is there. He's one of our designated players. I, I, he, he's had flashes where this last game he was all over the place and he was creating havoc. Right. And so it's there. 
he, he it just seems like he's taking that extra step that extra touch that just it's detrimental to him and so i want him to it, want him to improve it's too much in his head right yeah. now and he's yeah, trying it's he's it's trying mental he's, for sure he's, with he's him. trying for it um the last guy jonathan dos santos is an excellent for me in fact i think he's my mvp of the galaxy so far i know See, you i don't say, like that you're like you're like no it's no. Zlatan. It's not sexy to say Zlatan's the best player, but he's the best player. You can't you can't say that Dos Santos is the MVP because without Zlatan, and there's different arguments, and I've kind of turned the corner. It's is MVP when you remove that player, you right. know, does it make the biggest difference, or is it the best player On giving team. the best stats yeah, I, for what you need? Yeah. And to me, that's what I think. Without Zlatan is a bigger a bigger hole than if you go without Dos Santos. And again, Dos Santos has been excellent. He's been absolutely outstanding, but there, it's a no-brainer that Zlatan's the MVP. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to give it to him. It's definitely Jonathan Dos Santos. <sighs> the way he's been playing, that's, out of his mind. It's one of those. It's a sleeper pick, so you want to. It's know, not a sleeper pick. The guy's in the middle of the field controlling Zlatan every game. Zlatan has six goals. Zlatan doesn't get a the goal ball every sixty minutes. Zlatan doesn't get the ball unless Jonathan Dos Santos is doing what he's doing in the midfield. No, the, that, that's not true. This, he, he, Rolf Felcher <laughs> leads the team in assists. Josh, <laughs> probably from passes from Jonathan <laughs> Dos Santos out to Rolf Actually, Felcher. You know, that's, that's probably, probably true. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but still hockey assists all right very good okay so there we go we went through it i hope that was fun for you guys if you disagree we'd love to hear it at galaxy podcast on twitter yeah, send us your grades all uh, 28 players all 28 players yeah go for full it. report full, there's your homework 26 players you the type is small there yeah it's, it's okay. all right it's all right from far away i didn't want to lift up the page you know i understand it's hard enough to hear me already on these mics that's that's right all right uh <laughs> let's uh let's talk a little bit about some of the things that are coming up i i, I implore you uh, as a matter of fact, to stay in your seats after the game on Friday. Yeah. Uh, the LA Galaxy have announced their 2019 LA Galaxy Special Olympics Unified roster. Um, they will be playing versus Houston after this game. We actually have a listener, Matt. Uh, Matt is number 26 on the Unified team. He's one of the partners out there uh, playing with some of the athletes and, and sort of in this Unified team that they've been doing now for a couple of years. Matt actually wrote in um, and asked, says that he listens to the show, um, that he loves me, he's, Hammer's okay. Um, and <laughs> That's Matt, not true. Show me the receipts. <laughs> no, I want to see the emails. I deleted them. It was it was already <laughs> gone. Uh, so Matt is out there as number twenty six. He asked me to ask you, um, our listeners, and and obviously fans of the LA Galaxy, to stay in your seats and, and support this team. Uh, this is the same team that will uh, play against Houston, and then they get to travel to uh, Red Bull Arena, which is kind of cool. Like they get yeah. one travel game, and it's in New York. Yeah, I'm like, that's that, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, they, just this whole the whole way the Galaxy handles this. Uh, this team is fantastic. Every year, it's something that I love seeing them sign the contract. Right. I love seeing the fans stay. I love that you know Angel City Brigade posted that you need to stay in your seats after the game, and they're going to be you know pumping up these guys. It's it's just really a fantastic. Uh, program that they have going. It is. It's uh, very good. So uh, you're going to want again stay in your seats afterwards, and they play right after. And and I'm big fans of the uh, Special Olympic the, Unified and roster. Was, you want to stick around because there was a banger last season. Yeah, there it was. was probably goal of the season. It was. Uh, you know. Yeah, it was so after you a wanna, horrible season. Yeah, absolutely yeah, was. You, you want to stay for these games. Uh, by the way, we're getting grades in the chat room for um, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Philip says Josh gets an S. I'll take an S. All right. That's, that's not. Fair. That's not so bad. Uh, Philip also goes and says Hammer gets an E. Oh, so well oh, done. wow, look at you. See, I'll pay later philip aaron says josh gets an e okay uh, daniel says josh gets an e uh charles says larry gets an e oh, of course that uh, goes without saying I, I didn't think so so anyway <laughs> i just wanted to, <laughs> i just wanted to make sure that we got everything uh going there and doing it but again uh the special olympics as you go out please support that i think that's a, a great thing that's sort of coming up um and it's fun to watch I've, yeah. I've watched it before and i actually what'll happen is i'll go down talk to the players and my way back out the game will be playing and so then i usually go up into the press box and i'll write from the press box okay. instead of going back into the 
go into the rooms and watch the watch the rest of the game as as it goes on. Very cool. And if you haven't uh, seeked out, is that the right? Seek out, Saw, sought, sought out, out sought out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the videos of of the players signing the contract and them you know being welcomed down the stadium. Go go look for that because it is it's one of those heartwarming things when you see it. I believe there's somebody who goes completely nuts in that video. It was like really too excited, <laughs> overly cheering. I believe that's Chris Glidden from the LA Galaxy's hey, PR he's department. he's doing his job. He's, he's, he's amping everybody up. That's great. Uh, let's go to uh, a little bit of history going on here, at least something that we were talking about. Um, Kevin and I were on Monday. Zlatan Ibrahimovic and what he's trying to do right now and how he's basically outpacing almost everybody. He, in fact, he is. He's outpacing everybody in Major League Soccer right now in terms of his uh, goals per minute. He's scoring, he's scoring one goal every 60 minutes right now, which is just ridiculous number. Uh, he's also chasing another um, sort of this is a weird stat. I don't like how MLS made this happen because they're saying basically goals in first 34 games of MLS career. They're trying to make it like the first the season, season but not really. But not really because there weren't 34 games not yeah. that long ago and so some of these play Carlos Ruiz is on this yes. and it's like Carlos Ruiz plays like 28 well, games the, the first time. And the fact that he's on that list is more of a testament to how great that season was. Yeah and it wasn't just that season or but that, yeah that, that, the 34 game yeah. stretch right? His first 34 games um, and the person they're really highlighting on this is Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who has 28 after 31 games. So he yeah. has three more games. Uh, Mamadou Diallo is... Oh, Mamadou. Yeah, that yeah. is a blast from the past. 32 was the record. Yeah. So Zlatan needs dangerous. to score five more goals. Yeah, he'll get four of those on Friday. That, well, you would expect... <laughs> hey, I expected him to get four goals against Philadelphia, okay? <laughs> we talked about this at halftime. We thought a hat trick was... Was going to happen before the half. That was a lock. Yeah, we, we were surprised it didn't happen at halftime. Yeah, I was like, no, it's more interesting if he's going to score four. <laughs> Three is something. Four yeah. is a different thing. So uh, Diallo has the 32. Uh, Raul Diaz Arce, oh, 31. Joseph Martinez, 31. Stern John, 29. Ooh. Carlos Ruiz, 29. Roy Lassiter. Of course, father of yeah. uh, Ari Lasseter, former LA Galaxy player there at 28. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic after 31 games right now at 28. Yeah, not, um, not bad company. When you think about you know MLS history and players who really set the world on fire with their goal-scoring ability, that's a nice list uh, to be on. And w- when he came into the league, this was the highest bar is that you thought he's going to come in and just score goals at will, and, and he, he's proving us right. Yeah, it's way uh, or proving you wrong if you didn't believe. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, he'll he'll definitely wish that you were doubting him because yeah, that that fuels him for that, sure. That does fuel him. Um, you know, you're you're talking about what Zlatan is able to do and and sort of. I think that was one of the things that that Kevin sort of said. He said, "Well, you know, you saw him come into MLS and just dominate and basically his score at will." And he goes, "And that makes you want to think that MLS isn't that good of a league, right?" And then you go, "But he's done this. You know, he did it whenever yeah. he was with PSG and he did it with Manchester United. He did I mean, it at Ajax and he yeah, did he it did at Ajax." He did it everywhere. So it's like, it's not an indictment of the league. It's more of an indictment of how good of a player he is. Yes, I agree with that. Because Um, 100%, you have those who are doubters of Major League Soccer who will say, well, of course, Zlatan comes to MLS, he's going to score goals. Well, we've seen others try to cross the pond and not be so successful. So... Uh, let, let's punt the brakes and let's appreciate Zlatan for what he's really doing. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's fun sort of to to watch and be. I mean, it's ridiculous it's that fun. we get to, that we, we get to do this. That's, you, you know, if you don't have season tickets, if you're not regularly going to games, you're you're missing an opportunity to just see Zlatan. Some, you get to it, see it, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. It's it's, it's 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 appointment viewing. Uh, okay, let's shift gears real quick, and I don't want this to be a long conversation, but it's certainly one of those things. Ramon Alessandrini, we, we talked about him, and we sort of argued a little bit about maybe the grades of what he's supposed to be doing. But this is a guy who, you know, through his time with the LA Galaxy so far, has scored 24 goals. Uh, zero goals so far in four games uh, played this year in 2019. Uh, he has 22 assists, one assist so far in 2019. Uh, this is a guy who feels like 
Mm, it, it feels like he is the heart and soul of an LA Galaxy team, but he was the heart and soul of that team last year. Yeah. And this year, the LA Galaxy have not given him a contract extension, even though yeah. there was a lot of talk about it in the offseason, especially by Ramon. Yeah. Um, is the, uh, you know, are, are the Galaxy getting ready to move on from Ramon and Alessandrini? Is he, you know, worth holding on to? Is he worth holding on to? 100% yes. You, you do want to hold on to. Do you want to extend them? Maybe not. And I think, you know, I mentioned earlier, it's mental and he's maybe trying too hard. And maybe the fact that he wants an extension and he wants to say maybe he's trying to overdo it because he is someone who was the heart and the soul of this team in years past. But right now, the team doesn't run through him. Uh, we have a, a, a triad in the midfield that everything goes through them and he's not part of that. Right. When, when he was uh, scoring the majority of his goals, everything was really going through him. He was creating, you know, assists on the side he was you know going down the middle he was taking our pks he was the heart of the team literally and now he's not that so he needs to figure out how can he still be productive but not necessarily with every single ball going through him because i think right now he wants everything to go through him and it's it's just it's causing havoc but he's 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 a talent and, he, and he's a good player and i don't think you know people who who want to get rid of him and and want to say that you know, we should be moving on. I think this is kind of the geo effect. Someone always has to feel a little bit of heat. And as a DP, he's not living up to that 100%. And that's probably why he's getting the heat right now. Yeah, he's uh, roughly at uh, right around $1.9 million in terms of salary. Which uh, a lower level designated yeah. player. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, I like him. I I don't know that I don't know that you extend. I think you, you let this play out. He's been injured a bunch. We know yeah. that. Um, so you know he's getting on in age and and the injuries. He's a great addition to this team, especially if he starts scoring. You want to unbalance these offenses and these defenses. You want the goals to be coming yes. not from Zlatan. Now you want them to be worried about it. You want them to be thinking about Roman yeah. Alessandrini. You mm -hmm. don't want them to be able to focus on Zlatan. You can still focus on Zlatan. And you're still going to get beat. But <laughs> that's, that's that's what I was going to say. You can focus on Zlatan. And he's still going to jump right over you. And and he is and. And he and he will continue to do that. And if you're the galaxy, you need to continue to feed him as well. I, I agree mean, with that also. You, yeah. can't, you can't start saying, well, you know, other people need to score goals. Nobody else needs to score goals. Zlatan can score every if, single if, goal. If the plan is to feed Zlatan and you feed Zlatan and he scores and he eats, then we all eat. You know, we should all be happy with that. Highest percentage. I mean, you know, in my, it, I think in the perfect situation for the galaxy, what they'd be able to do with Ramon Alessandrini is convert him down to a TAM player um, for a next contract. Yikes. He's getting older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you're talking about a, a pay cut. Yeah. And does he want to do that? Does, I don't know. How important is, are you calling his bluff that he wants to, that he really wants to stay wants to right out in the sunset in Los Angeles? Or does he want to, he has to take a $400,000 pay cut and he still makes $1.5 million. You give him, that's not what he's making. Hasn't he he's making 7.2? No, no. Zlatan is. Oh, you're saying yeah, Roman. Roman. Oh, yeah, we're back to Roman. Yeah, we're back to Roman. I thought you were saying no, Zlatan as no, a no, TAM player. No, no, I was like, no, no, you're, no, you're no. insane, Josh. No, no, I'm sorry. Maybe I confused yeah, people. Yeah, Roman. Yeah, or maybe you weren't paying yes. any attention. I don't know. It's one of those. <laughs> um, but no, for Roman. Yeah, I, wanna, I would agree with that. Does he want to do that? I don't know. I mean, does he see it as a insult to be able to take? I mean, yeah. I, you know, you never know what it is. I think he likes to stay in LA. I, I think he, so too. I think he, he was, likes it. I don't. I, I don't yeah. think you abuse that though. <laughs> yeah, you don't take advantage of it. And and you know, today I posted on at Galaxy Profile. He was at Earth Cafe. He very much is in the LA Hollywood scene. So I think you you leverage that a little bit. You don't want to exploit it because you don't want to make him angry. And he will go elsewhere if someone's offering him way more cash. But but I think he does want to stay here in a TAM player, a TAM deal. One point five million sounds like a good a good a good price for him. But the only issue there is if you are paying him one point five million and that's you're maxing out your TAM, then you're hamstringing yourself. You know, and that was a, a injury pun uh, with Roman there. You're hamstringing yourself by 
having the inability to bring in other pieces that can, uh, you know, smooth out your lineup. All right. I, I, I agree. I mean, there's there's a lot of ways to sort of look at it. I, I can see the Galaxy also parting ways with them completely and going after something else. And the other factor is uh, Dennis DeClosa and Guillermo Barrasco. He's not their guy. No. Roman was here before they got here. So, uh, you know, he's trying to show that he fits in that system, but he's not someone who they brought in to work in the system. It'll be interesting as we continue along that path. Uh, some of the other stats right now. Listen, these stats came out because of a certain other team. But I thought it was interesting to highlight these longest undefeated streaks to start seasons <laughs> and just tell you how many of these answers are LA, LA Galaxy. Galaxy yeah. um, Listen, careful so, when you ask for this list because yeah. Yeah, if, you're, if you're trying to pump up the other guys, yeah, you're going to see a lot of us. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of LA Galaxy on this. Um, so basically, longest undefeated streak to start the season. We told you about this on Monday. It's the 1996 LA Galaxy who were 12-0 and 0 to start. And granted, there were shootouts and all sorts of crazy stuff, that's but they a, were 12 and 0 to that's start. That's a big fat yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Uh, Kansas City Wizard, Wizards in 2000, the Wizards. Yeah, I was say, not the Wiz. Yeah, yeah. The, by 2000, they were the Wizards. They learned their lesson. Uh, 10 0 and 2, so they were a 12. The 2010 Los Angeles Galaxy, 10 0 and 2. Which uh, I think is more impressive than the 96. It, it is. Yeah. It is, absolutely. Um, if you go down to the uh, 2000 team, 6 0 and 5, the LA Galaxy. Uh, if you go down to 1998, there are. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen teams listed on this. And one, two, three, four, four of those teams are LA Galaxy, and they're towards the upper yeah. half of this of this particular sheet. So uh, again, it's it's just an interesting one. It, they also tried to come in and talk about the best record through the first six games of the season. 1996 LA Galaxy, 1998 <laughs> L- LA Galaxy, seven and zero in '98. Second verse, same as the first. 2010 Los <laughs> Angeles Galaxy, uh, and then the most points in a 25 game stretch at the top, 64 points. From September 7th, 1997 to July 15th, 1998, the LA Galaxy. That's a weird, is, that's isn't a it? weird stat. It is a weird stat. <laughs> you were stretching. So whoever developed that, that was stretching to make a point. Yeah, right? it, it was. Uh, <laughs> Seattle Sounders were the second in that with 63 points from July 4th, 2018 to April 13th, 2019. Okay. But then it goes back to the LA Galaxy again for 61 points in night from uh, September 10th, 1997 to July 18th, 1998 to 61 points. We all know that's how you measure things. It's 25 game stretches over two years. That's right. That's, that's right. how we decide who's the best. How do you even, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's, Someone had to look that up. That's that's the that's the part that drives me crazy. Someone had to go and so, crunch that, so, crunch those numbers. So speaking from somebody who every once in a while has access to the Elias Sports Bureau yeah. stats, um, I find it incredibly difficult to get pulled these yeah, out. Like that's how, very specific. This is very specific. <laughs> I don't have that level of, yeah. uh, of, of manipulation whenever I do these things. But uh, anyway, it's, uh, it's all interesting. Uh, we're moving on now. Just wanted to highlight again that whenever you go back into league history and you look at these things, the, the common theme of all yeah. this is that the LA Galaxy tend to pop up in almost yeah. every stat that you pull out. When they say since 96, it's not a joke. Yeah, it's, it's not a game. No. You know, there's a reason why we keep saying that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real thing. Um, all right, so we go to uh, to injuries. Uh, Perry Kitchen, we know, is out with the ankle. Rolf Felcher out with the groin. Guillermo Barrascoloto says that Rolf will definitely miss this game against Houston. Kevin is going so far. Kevin Baxter is saying oh, not that... not Kevin Kitchen? Not Kevin Kitchen, that guy. <laughs> um, Kevin is going so far as saying that he's unlikely to go to Minnesota because there's not that much time yeah. between these games, and it makes sense that he wouldn't be available for that. And we've said that before. It's early in the season, only six games through, 17%, as we mentioned earlier. So if he's injured, why push it on a short week and risk him injuring it more seriously? So again, you rest him now. It's early in the season. You have a home game. Still have the majority of your starters. I think it's a safe play to keep him out. 
uh, LA Galaxy, as we said on Monday, and I sure, I'm sure things will move around a little bit with midweek games. This is where it starts to go haywire yeah. now. Now we're going to see the, what they're made out of. With the midweek games and everything else, but the LA Galaxy currently, excuse me, in third in the Western Conference, in third in the Supporter Shield. That's yeah, it's, it's very do. West heavy. Yeah, it, whatever the Western Conference standings are, it pretty much mirrors that. Yeah, the top the three teams in the West are the top three teams in the Supporter Shield, and then uh, DC United sneaks into fourth, uh, and then it goes back to you know Houston Dynamo, FC Dallas, and then Columbus Crew. So yeah. out of the top seven teams, five of those teams are Western Conference teams right now. Yeah, and if you mess around with your your points per game, that metric, they're they're still up there. Yeah, they, and they are. Um, well, the one that jumps them though is Houston, Houston Dynamo. But, yeah, but this Friday that could all change as well. It can, the midweek game maybe yeah. it'll change. No, I don't know. I, don't, I, I imagine <laughs> well, Houston's if, if playing they, midweek if they too. Beat, if they beat Houston, yeah. then that points per game it'll drop. That'll that'll that'll, that'll fix it that'll fix it that'll it'll, do it it'll be it'll be all done that'll um do all right that'll do uh, nice nice good um i hope people get that reference that is one of my yeah. I, like that is an old if, i i say that'll do pig all the time and i'm afraid people that haven't yeah. seen that movie if they don't get the babe reference the, the, she's too young for you bro that's there you go <laughs> uh the schedule so far coming up on friday uh it's the houston dynamo wednesday it is away to minnesota united at Allianz field the one trip i wanted to make and of course mls makes it in gosh darn Wednesday. midweek game <laughs> yeah i'll be gone for that one too um home game against a real salt lake coming up on sunday april 28th and then we go into may uh where you will play one two three four five six games in may um it is a busy 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 month uh <laughs> ahead of the gold cup and everything yeah. else the breaks everything that are coming that's in going june on, yeah. yeah um so that's uh sort of why they're gonna do it all right um, I guess we're ready to start talking about the game against Houston. Is that uh, why we're here? That's why we're here. Now you, you, you're you're ready for the Houston. Are, do, are we going to go there? You can go. I'm going to let you. Do, I don't <laughs> need to do it today. You have been beating me quite easily. I don't need to embarrass myself. So if you want to do the intro to the well, be, to before the, before yeah. we get there, do we want to talk about the parley kits? Yeah, go ahead. Because that's that's yeah. that's a big deal. So uh, a lot of people have been noticing that Earth Day is coming around. So MLS is uh, doing their protect the pitch. Um, program that they've been doing for the last three seasons so they're going to be wearing a, a new jersey that you haven't seen before it's a teal color actually has a specific name uh the jerseys come in bold blue spirit and legend ink that's whatever just, that that's means so ridiculous <laughs> it's dark blue and teal and so uh you know they released some cool photos of servando carrasco surfing and it's you know to promote uh recycling so i can just kind of read the press release here so for the third consecutive year all 24 MLS clubs will celebrate the the Greener Goals Week of Service by wearing special Adidas Times Parley eco-friendly kits during Earth Day weekend, April 19th through the 21st. These innovative climate kits, climate-like kits, excuse me, are made from technical yarns comprised of Parley ocean plastic. So they're made of trash, guys. The jerseys are trash. They're trash. It's one of your yes. your best yes. your best jokes there. That so is. if you like, you know, a little bit of a different look. The last few seasons they've uh, they've gone with the white and gray. So they're changing it up a little bit, giving it a little bit more color. And the other cool thing is the um, LA Galaxy Foundation is auctioning the game worn jerseys. But if you're looking for the Zlatan jersey, it's already been sold. It's already been sold. So, someone claimed it for fifty because you have the buy it now option right. for fifteen hundred. And I think and first somebody, day someone snapped it up. So a note to anyone who's running the Galaxy Foundation. Just don't put a ceiling on the Zlatan merch. Everything gonna... else, you know, and Ethan Zubak, that might not go for 1500 but the Zlatan, you can ask for probably a little bit more. So, you know, if you're in, into kits, they're going to see uh, some unique kits this Friday. 
there's uh you you were talking about the names of those yeah and it reminded me of that i don't know this is totally one of those graphic design nerd things yeah. but uh helvetica is coming out with a, a new form of helvetica and apparently it hasn't been revamped since 1985 or something <laughs> yeah. like that but they had to they Come for the hot font talk yeah i know this is all this but they they had like a they have these these different size fonts for it and they're like different characterizations okay. and they characterize the small one as micro and then the the regular one as text and then the last one is display. And somebody said, could we really not go small, medium, and large yeah. on this? Was, it seems like we went oh, yeah. out of our way to Venti. make it. Yeah. yeah. Grande. Yeah. All the medium, you yeah. know, that, that seems to work. So anyway, I, I think that's funny. All right. Blue Spirit and Legend Inc. That's stupid. <laughs> That's so stupid. Another get off my lawn. I'll, I'll tell you right now, one of the big downsides of this jersey and has always been the downside of this jersey is it doesn't have the five stars on it. And Although you, the yes. images of Servando Carrasco show, show five the five stars. stars. So if you bid on the, the game worn, you'll probably get five stars. Okay. Okay. But otherwise, the, and, I know the replicas. And, don't and they're have just it. doing replicas, right? Like yeah. they're not selling they're the not authentics selling, for these. Exactly. Yes. I, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, the gosh darn stars. Oh, there you go. That was it. <laughs> that won't get an explicit, no, right? No, we'll be fine. Don't worry about that. Kids. We want the GD stars. Uncle Eric apologizes, <laughs> kids. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, let's Holy go. Week, no yeah. less. Yeah, <laughs> it's all it's all par for the course. <laughs> all right, uh, let's go. You want to do the the intro for this? Well, you said you were prepared. I came fully prepared. The first week, you kind of sprung it on me, so yes. I, I kind of you know wasn't fully so, ready. So from now on, you're cheating. The second is what you're saying. second week, I threw a little fact in there. This one, I just went full on. Game of Thrones is back, so that heavily inspired my my precap here. So I'm going to go full Game of Thrones intro with my, okay. my game preview. I've, I've been looking forward to this. Okay, here we go. Uh, Eric <laughs> getting ready. You ready for uh, the Houston Dynamo uh, taking on the LA Galaxy on Friday. Here we go. This Friday will be a good Friday indeed as your Los Angeles Galaxy take on the Houston Dynamo at 7.30 or 8 o'clock at Dignity Health Sports Park. And last season's finale, Houston's Army of the Dead marched south and broke down our wall. But the LA Galaxy has spent the offseason rebuilding an army of their own by joining the forces of House Shkoloto and House Teclosa. And don't forget, we also still have a very motivated Zlatan, or shall I give him his proper introduction? Cal Zlatan, House of Ibrahimovic, first of his name, King of the Swedes, Protector of the Diggity, Breaker of Records, and Father of Dragons. Our King will be bringing his three dragons, Corona, Legit, and Dos Santos, with him into battle as he looks to take his rightful place upon the Iron Throne. Be warned, Houston, the weather might let you think it's spring, but trust me, winter is coming. Oh, that's, that's, that's... Thank That's you. very nice. All right, I'm very ready nice. for Game of Thrones. Yeah. I need mean, spoiler now, warning. You're, you're like, you're out of here. You're like, I'm done. I'm done. It's the, you. Just, you already watched the first episode. Yeah, you got to wait. I'm excited. Got to wait. You, again. If you can't tell, I'm, I'm a little excited. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 rocking and rolling. All right. Uh, okay. So here's the first thing I want to tell you about this game. Uh, it has two times. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> I was going to 7:30 or 8 o'clock. Or 8 o'clock. Yeah. Um, right now the schedule shows 7:30. Uh, if you go to Univision, I believe it shows an 8 yeah, o'clock the, start. The TV guide says is 8 o'clock. So if I were tr to trust anyone, I'd trust whatever the TV, uh, TV channels tell you. Yeah, it seems to be. I'll tell you this. Just show up at 730. Yeah. Um, I actually went and asked the LA Galaxy, all right, and I haven't received an answer back. I figured that I might get an answer back like, hey, yeah, it's at this yeah. time. <laughs> Instead, I got the we need to check on it. 
Um, so it may be one of those late <laughs> kickoffs. I imagine that what's going to happen is that uh, it's probably going to kick at like 8.05. Yeah. Um, but that means that the pregame and everything else that's going on, it's going to be like, you know, starting at yeah. 7.30. And you're, you're not going to hurt anybody by showing up at 7.30. So so that's that's where you're at, okay? That's where you're at. I, I don't want to tell you the wrong time and then have you. But right now, we're going to say the game is at 7.30, so you want to be ready for a 7.30 kickoff. I have a feeling it's going to be closer. If it's if <laughs> the it's ticket a, says seven thirty, Julian Araujo just posted at eight o'clock. Eight so. o'clock, yeah. And, and <laughs> believe that, who you want. It's this is this is weird. It's one of those things. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Usually I can nail down a starting time of a game. It's not that hard. Um, but I would imagine an eight o five or eight o seven is probably when it's Ooh. actually going to kick. Should because we take bets on what minute the game kicks <laughs> you, off. You then? probably could. <laughs> you you started seven thirty seven is yeah. right around there. Uh, usually about seven or eight minutes after the half hour or hour is whenever games kick off. That's usually how it works. So that's that's what you want to pay attention to. Uh, anyway, so we go to the Houston Dynamo. We go to the LA Galaxy. Uh, the Houston Dynamo and all their fans are beating their chests because they are saying, oh, MLS doesn't pay any attention to us. We're undefeated too. And they're right. They are undefeated. 4-0-1. They've only played five games. Uh, their last win was over league tough guys. Uh, these guys are just so good. I can't believe Houston beat them. Um, the San Jose Earthquakes. At home. At home. Yes, yes. Houston at home. By the way, it looks like, um, and not that I like to harp on these things, but I also like to harp on these things. It looks like nobody showed up to actually yeah. watch Mid-day that game Midday game either. in Houston. It's a bad call. It's, I mean, you <laughs> know. Scheduling gods, you know. Aren't, weren't it was, kind it was already San Jose, and yeah. you're, you're like, okay, you're that's not like bringing any, any butts in the seats with San Jose, and you're right. And then midday kickoff. I, good, good luck. I want to give you the wins yeah. that Houston has 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 uh, amassed so mm-hmm. far, and then I'm going to tell you their best game, and it wasn't a win. <laughs> uh, they have beaten Montreal at in Houston. Yeah, they four, have four out of the five games have been I, at home. Yes, they have beaten Vancouver at home. They have uh, uh, beaten San Jose. At home, and they have beaten Colorado in Colorado. <laughs> Where it was probably negative 30 degrees. It very well could have been. <laughs> uh, here is the thing. Uh, their best game they had was the very first game of the season where they played versus RSL in Houston, and it was a draw. That was their best yeah. game of the season so far. So they want to go ahead and talk about how they don't get any respect. They don't get any respect because they haven't beaten anybody. Now, you can argue yeah, that the was, LA Galaxy haven't beaten anybody either, right? You can make the same argument, but I think... <laughs> When you show them side by side, Houston, they really, I mean, you could point to uh, the game versus Philadelphia. You can point to Minnesota, considering how they started as being higher quality wins uh, under the Galaxy's belt. Uh, But San Jose, Colorado, Vancouver, Montreal, I don't know that I'd be too proud that those are my four wins. Again, you need to win those games. You can't win the games, uh, you know, that you don't play. So, you, you know, if they're put in front of you and you walk away with three points, there's no shame in that. That's what you're supposed to do. But we're going to see their first real test on Friday. Yeah, LA Galaxy perfect at home right now. 4-0-0 uh, away for the LA Galaxy. 1-1-0. And then uh, Houston is 1-0-0. Uh, there's two things I have to mention with Houston as well. AJ Delagarza coming back to yep. play at LA. So that's always interesting to see. Um, and then the other part of that is that Houston knocked the LA Galaxy out of playoff contention last year with three second-half goals. Yeah, that's something that... Uh, Someone someone did pose the question, do you think the Galaxy plays with a little extra chip on their shoulder or a little bit more physical? And generally, I think the players don't worry about what happened last season. They play with, you know, the mentality changing, thinking about what they're doing this year. But we have a guy on our team named Zlatan. He's a guy who likes to have a chip on his shoulder, and he 100% remembers that season finale. He 100% is going to use that to fuel him. So I think if you've been waiting for the Zlatan hat trick, 
It might happen this Friday. You want to hear what Zlatan had to say about it? Oh, again, we're on the same page, Zlatan and I. I don't, I don't think you oh, are. No. Oh, no. I, I, think, I think you're going the <laughs> other way. Uh, this is Zlatan today after training, talking to uh, reporters. And he says, uh, somebody asked him, Regarding Houston, any thoughts about last October? Is there any sort of revenge See, in there? Why'd yeah. you let me do this? this <laughs> no, it makes it so much better. Don't worry, I have. I, I'm going to save you here. All right. Uh, Zlatan says, "Nah, this is a new season. What happened last year happened last year. You cannot look back and think about that. Then you have big problems individually because you have to look ahead. I think it's dangerous. We know from last year. The coach talked a little bit about them, but we are ready. Let's find out how the game goes. Okay. He's well, lying. Zlatan's lying. <laughs> he is. He's lying. There's no way he doesn't know that. Um, yeah, by the way, people are also saying Leonardo as well. Leonardo. No, he's, he's at he's, Orange he's, County. He's not at... He's not, oh, that's right. He got yeah, loaned no to Orange County. At Houston. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you want to see him, go to go you know, the Great the, Park in, or, in uh, Irvine. Yep, that's right. Um, so that's, that's one of the things. But anyway, no, Zlatan's lying. He's absolutely lying. He wants to bury these guys. <laughs> um, he just doesn't want to give him any bulletin cool. board. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like know. Jim Curtin last week. I'm not going to say anything about yeah, Zlatan. Yeah, ni- nice try, Jim. Still didn't work. <laughs> nice try. You, you could say whatever you wanted. It wouldn't have mattered. Um, they also talked about, uh, you know, Houston coming in, winners of four in a row, same as the LA Galaxy. Uh, and Zlatan says, I think Philadelphia won three in a row, and people said they were very good. <laughs> Minnesota won, came in undefeated. Right, right. This is this is great. This is Zlatan throwing shade and then correcting course just a little bit to be like, eh, I'm waiting. <laughs> he, goes, he, goes, he goes, I think Philadelphia won three in a row people said they were very good they were but we showed we are better these are the games you want to play it's all about the winning we should focus on ourselves not what other teams do not what other teams do if you do what we know we can do and what we can work for i don't see any threats in the competition we have to beat every team to become number one one game at a time every team we respect and we do not underestimate we want to win no as he says this is a quote no residue from last year yeah. i didn't lose many times this is a new season you cannot <laughs> think like that this is a weak mind yeah i as a captain publicly he is saying everything correctly hopefully privately he's thinking otherwise and he's maybe pumping up the guys who are here he's like put them in a body bag (laughs) sweep the leg sweep the leg go for it um but no it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what that dynamic is the thing is this against san jose the wonderful san jose earthquakes that are just so horrible Top this class. year. They've Top been getting a little better, but you know they beat Portland. They who, can't get worse than they, how they started. Yeah, yeah, so so a little bit better against Houston. Had sixty percent of the possession at a game in Houston. Sixty percent over Houston. Houston is a counterattacking team, and yeah, I saw true. their I saw their fans trying to argue like they're like, oh no, they're not a counterattacking team. Play, yeah. No, no, you're you're counter. If you give up sixty, it's like the yeah. Galaxy were last well, year, quite honestly. And you look at their who who their strike force is. It's it's uh, Monotas Ellis. And then Rodriguez, who's been having a great season for them. Those are their style of play. Is they're they're speedy and they're going to go on the counterattack. That's exactly how they they killed the Galaxy last season. And it's basically the the usual suspects for them, uh, with the exception of Memo Rodriguez being someone who uh, has really stepped up this season. So yeah, they are a counterattacking team. So I, to to your point, that is something they need to watch out for, especially if they're going to be um, without Rolf. You know, if their defense is weakened, then that's something they need to watch on the wings. Um, but, but I think if you look at possession and if San Jose is able to hold 60% possession, you look at how the galaxy played against Philadelphia, they should be able to hold possession and bury these guys. If really, it, they should, this is, this is the talent. <laughs> this is the talent thing. You yeah. look at Houston, you look at the LA galaxy. There's a huge gap in talent there. Yeah. The midfield is better for the LA galaxy. You would expect that. I will say that the offense in terms of its speed is probably faster on Houston, yes. but I'm not worried about the speed of the LA galaxy. For the most part, they've been able to hit anybody who's been speedy and Philadelphia was a speedy team through, through certain parts that mm-hmm. got absolutely there were no counter-attacking goals from no. philadelphia that's not and the galaxy have done really well at snuffing those out um and that's now, where if you're, if you're going to argue for dos santos mvp 
he's been able to chase and pick a lot of pockets. And 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 that's what you want to see here. So um, you're going to get Julian Araujo, it looks like, right back. Now, we had talked on Monday about possibly putting people Gonzalez um, into that right back. We'll tell you now that the LA Galaxy are saying that people still does not have all of his paperwork. Now, we theorized on Monday, um, talking with John, John Rojas and different things, that perhaps they already had the paperwork and everything. Listen, nothing changes in terms of how this is going. <laughs> you just had your tinfoil hats with it, that. It was, it, it, was, it was a theory. It was fair. It I was mean, a theory. It, I, I you're trying to p- put the pieces together. I will tell you this. I wouldn't put it by them that they still have that the paperwork is still there and they're still deciding that uh, that Guillermo is still doing it. Don't want to mess with Don't want to mess with stairs. And by the way, if if Gonzalez was to come into this game, if he would be available, which there's still time before this game kicks off on Friday, if he goes, he goes in at right back. He does not go in at center back. What's your inside info there? Can he play right? Yes, back? he played right back for the but national. Is he going to be able to move forward? I guess just not having seen him played enough. Are we going to see him move forward like we see Rolf and like we've seen Araujo try to do? Here's here's the thing. Is I'd if, like to see if, it. If you don't get that from him, do you care? Because you're going to get a solid defender there. So with, with Araujo... So maybe he hangs back a little more. Maybe he hangs back a okay. little bit more. So you're a little lopsided on That's fine. And and to, and to that point, if you have Alessandrini on that side, he's someone who you doesn't, maybe... Doesn't he's not going to come back. Right. So maybe it's not a bad thing uh, to just keep Alessandrini up there and then uh, Pipo stays back a little more. I can see it working. Okay, you've convinced me. Okay, yes, I know. Well, I'm, I'm smart. <laughs> Even though I, he's not going to play. Even though he's not going to play. Yeah. It's all for not. Yeah, it, it seems not. So, uh, you know, look at look for uh, Julian Araujo. He's going to play there. I would say that the biggest question mark on the field is going to be Araujo. It's yeah. going to be at that right back position and it's going to be the position that if you're Houston, you go That's after right. immediately. And and I, I mentioned him earlier. He's not a common name, you know, but Memo Rodriguez has been doing well. He's on the side that would be attacking Araujo. So expect a lot of that. If, if that's Houston's game plan and they know about it, right. that's where they'll try to, to, to feed the game. Yeah. Uh, Joe Willis has been doing a good job in goal, too, for, for Houston. So you can't uh, put Doesn't anything. have any shutouts, though, no which shutouts. is a good sign. Yeah. Well, the, Houston, I would say, is not a, a wonderfully strong defensive yeah. team. Now, I believe they've also allowed six goals from six yeah. games. Uh, the Galaxy on a 226-minute uh, shutout streak. See how long that lasts. They're coming up, I think, 263 is the yeah. record from last year. So uh, see if the Galaxy can stretch that. So that's something to watch on this as well. Um, bottom line is that the LA Galaxy, and I think this will be the same outside of maybe three or four games this season, will be the favorites in this game. Uh, there's no reason that they shouldn't be the favorites in the game. There's no reason that they shouldn't beat the Houston Dynamo and beat them handedly. Um, again, it's coming into the second half of the Philadelphia game. What did they learn? Are they trying to prove something? If they have a chip on their shoulder, um, I will tell you right now, if they have a chip on their shoulder, they could bury Houston. Well, and I think that's the only wild card here is Araujo instead of Rolf. Because I think if you see the second half that they played against Philadelphia, that is the chip that they use to fuel them going in this game. And that, that's where they would bury their chances. And what I want to see, and again, I haven't really said this since the Bruce years and those dominant years, you want to see a 4 or 5-0 you want to see a thumping. You want a shellacking. Because, yes. because that's what this capable this team is capable of doing. Um, you may not see that because you know with Houston's offensive weapons, they're, they're probably going to get a goal or two, but there's no reason why the Galaxy can't get three, you know, possibly four of their own because they, they should possess and they should be able to attack this weak Houston defense. You know, going yeah. back to being favored, 538, I don't know if you want me to mention yeah, their percentages. Uh, LA Galaxy, 57% chance. Uh, to win, according to 538, Houston with a 22% chance, a draw at a 21% chance. So that's that's a pretty pretty good. So pretty 538 good thinks Houston is full of it as well. Yeah, because if, if, when you look at the rankings of the teams, 538 doesn't believe in the Galaxy like the standings show. Right. So they have them ranked a little bit lower. But if there's one team that they believe in less, it's, it's Houston. Houston. Yeah. They have Houston even lower than the Galaxy. So um, 
I think the talent is there. I, I think they should they should easily beat Houston, but we also thought that last season, so we will see. You have to play the games. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic talking about team consistency, and he says that is the difference between top teams and everyone else, the low-level teams. That is what you have to show if you are a top team, why all the best teams in the world keep winning yeah. consistency that's what you want to see from the LA Galaxy I think that's a perfect way to sort of end this you want to see a consistent performance through 90 minutes for the LA Galaxy you want to see them bury a team that is coming in with some underdog hype yeah um, and you want to see them take that and throw them to the side you yep. want like they weren't even in their way it's <laughs> like going through like one of those swing doors you just push it open and yeah. it opens and that's how the Galaxy should be able to get through Houston um, it's fun to be able to look at this team again and say, who's going to beat them? Because yeah. right now, I can't tell. I if you, I don't care who you put on the field in front of the Galaxy right now, with their full strength, with Rolf Felcher there, I don't know. And some of them might be coin flips. Yeah. But I'm not going to say the LA Galaxy are underdogs to any of those well, teams. Well, and to my point where I want to see a shellacking, I don't think even against the best teams in the league, they would get shellacked. Yes. They would hold their ground or, or make a game out of it. I don't see them being that far away. I, I don't think... I think they come away losers against some of those top teams because I think they're... You can say it, LAFC. I'm not going to say it. Okay. <laughs> but but I think... But when you see them, there's a mental edge as right. well. That, and so, that's, so, and that's, that's part whole, of it. Yeah. And so um, I think like SKC to me is more dangerous than those other guys because mentally they have the edge on the Galaxy. Sporting Kansas City is is the one team they, that's they outside of the top six. Then Seattle scares me a little bit as well. I'd like to see them match up this year. Seattle and the Galaxy will be a good game. LAFC and the Galaxy is going to be a great game. Sporting Kansas City and the Galaxy should be a great game. Yep. Sporting Kansas City is a great team. Just watch them. They're going to climb up the standings now that CCL is over. I know it's it's sacri- I actually enjoy watching them play. They're one of the, they the MLS clubs that I enjoy watching play when it's not the Galaxy. Johnny Russell's the real deal. He's my I favorite mean, player in the league outside of uh, anyone on the Galaxy. I was, I was going to say, he, they, they're fun. I like Peter Vermees. I've talked mm-hmm. about him on this on this thing. He, he just seems like an interesting guy, yeah. an interesting character. Um, so I would love to see, again, how the how the Galaxy are going to approach sporting Kansas City. And it always seems like going there is just a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, <you> know, <laughs> we have to catch him here. That's right. That's right. Catch you him have, at the Diggity. Catch him at uh, Dignity Health Sports Park. All right. Uh, that about does it. The LA Galaxy face off against the Houston Dynamo, 7.30 or 8 p.m. It's been... I've been getting a lot of alerts for 8 p.m. It looks like 8 p.m. is probably yeah. going to be the real answer to all this. So, again, pay attention to that uh, 8 p.m., but I would be there by 7.30. It's a Friday night. Get there as soon as you can anyway because the traffic traffic is horrible on Friday. That's also it's true. good Friday. <laughs> it's yeah, good Friday. It's there. a holiday, so people are getting off work early. So yeah. get there as soon as you can because it's going to make your life a lot easier. The LA Galaxy then go on Wednesday. Kevin's actually going to, uh, to that game and covering that game for the LA Times. He'll be in Minnesota for the game against Minnesota United at Allianz uh, Stadium or Allianz on, Field on grass on grass. That's right. Um, and then it's back home on April 28th on Sunday for Real Salt Lake, which I think might be a better test than the Houston Dynamo. Quite and, honestly, and it's also Portuguese Heritage Night on April 28th. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you doing? <laughs> that's right, Portuguese Heritage Night. Yeah, Check you, it out. you did be there already. All right, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that we need to cover before we uh, we get out of here? No, we... I think I think we're good. All right, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you think we're good. I mean, <laughs> whose I, show is this? I don't it's know. Your show? You're supposed to tell me. I'm just. I'm just supposed to do everything. I guess I, I hit the buttons. All right. Uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you, and uh, we'll get on out of here. 
You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You can also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. You can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. And also give a plug for our uh, sister show over there, the King's Realm. You can find them at King's Realm Pod. They had Dave Joseph, who's the in-stadium stadium announcer for the LA Kings. So that's a fun show if you want to check that out. The LA Kings are your thing. And then also you could always find me on social media, on Instagram, for all your LA Galaxy social media updates at Galaxy Pro Foul. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. That's foul, not foul. All right, gotcha. <laughs> Perfect. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. We have game previews. We have notebooks. We have articles. We have podcasts. We have videos. We have all that stuff right there, cornerofthegalaxy.com, including T-shirts um, and everything else. I think that about does it for it. So uh, if you're looking for uh, the Portuguese hammer, Mr. Eric Vieira, you, of course, know where to find him. And if you're uh, looking for me, you know where to find me. We'll see everybody at the game on Friday. And hopefully everybody has a wonderful night. All right. For Eric Portuguese hammer, I'm Josh Gessman. And you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.